Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Smith. I'm Ned Red Ned Nedge, and we are the Flat Bottom Girls. Yes, welcome back. It's I've been really trying to get my ass to be anything. Oh my! If anything, I've been doing the opposite. I have not. I was so active beginning of quarantine. I was running five miles a day. Five? I haven't. No moved. way! Literally. That's insane. And I, holy shit! I think I. It's because I went from not running at all to running five miles a day. Then I injured myself, and now I don't move at all. I have been doing this app mm-hmm. that my friend showed me that's, like, from this military dude. Oh, wow. And it's so quick. Yeah. And it, it's body weight, so you don't need any, like, shit. Do you do it in and it outside? Is, it, dude, I can do it within, like, a four feet square in my home. Okay. Like, in, like you don't need anything. Like What's like the length you, of time? It's anywhere between 36 minutes and, mm. like, 24 minutes. Oh, okay. It's super. It's super fast, and you, like, just... Dude, I hate workout videos. Yeah, this too. guy says nothing. It's not like a woman being like, I know that I'm an, right. I am can't hear you and I'm a voice on a phone, but right. you are beautiful. It's right. like just a guy being like, do 12 reps, right. go, okay. stop. All right. It's really nice. You'll have to tell me the app because I've done the girl ones on YouTube and I stop like 12 minutes in. I'm like, I can't. You're too beautiful. You yeah. Too the easy. other thing is, is I'm not trying to get buff. Like I'm just trying right. to get... I don't know. My my friend told me about it, and we have, like, a sim- similar body things where we're both, like, cube people. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, this is, like, good. It makes you just feel, like, strong and slender and not yeah. like you're, like, bulking up. And it is, like, it's, it's like, a guided thing where you do, like, f- 44 days in a row. Oh, wow. And then you, like, s- go to the next level. Mm. Um, it's sick. It's called uh, Body Weight by Mark Lauren. Okay. Maybe he'll sponsor us someday. I'll have to check it's it out. It's really fun. I, yeah. I have not moved this past few weeks. I have, I'm like turning into a blob. Feels kind of good. Yeah. Totally. I have been watching way too much TV. I just, I just spent all last night with the boys watching um that Indian show where they, dude. First, it's Indian matchmaking. I heard about this, but I haven't watched okay. it. Okay. What is it? It's. I just can't believe that this isn't something that hasn't been capitalized on before. But it's like, it's it's you basically watch a couple or like it'll take a character like maddie smith Mm -hmm. and then it'll like introduce you to three suitors Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and you go on the date with them and she it's like it's everything you want in a show it's literally like the bachelor but real life with with real human beings with normal bodies and like feelings and complex emotions stupid question no it's it i think it's in new york it's like new york so if you're a traditional Indian person or if you just want to become more traditional or if you just, like, 
you know, there's a lot of pressure from the parents to, like, get married. And then these people will be... There are a lot of them are just, like, you know, millennials who have, like, you know, creative jobs or something. But they're like, I'm not trying to not marry an Indian person. And I need to, like, get this shit done quick because I want a family. So they go to this, like, matchmaker who uses, like, a combination of, like, horoscopes. Like, um, I think it's, like... Yeah, it's horoscopes that are, like, Hindu-specific, and, um, you know, it's all just, like, the the whole community of people is being, like, here, this is my son, and they have, like, a basically, like, a rap sheet and a mugshot, and they're, like, yeah, and they match them up, and, like, there was, like, it's just so good, because, like, some of the women are, like, atrocious, and some of the men, and then you can be, like, ooh, I hope they put those two together, right. they'd be good. Is the but, Indian matchmaker an actual person? Yeah, or is it, she's is great. It, oh, it's a woman? So it's like it's a woman, millionaire yeah. matchmaker. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, totally. But you don't yeah. feel like your brain is rounding because it, you are learning about a whole culture. Right. and okay. But it is just reality television. I watch I just, that. It's just genius. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, to make a show about this. Oh, it's yeah. fucked up. Like, it's a little fucked right. up. You feel exploitative. Like, right. you're like... But it's also, you realize you're like, dude... Tinder and Hinge, like, that just is kind of, like, a, exactly the same thing. Like, you right. meet with the intention of dating. Yeah. You have n- – the only thing you have are these very limited things. Right. And then you basically have to very quickly be like, do you want kids? Do you want white? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you want yeah. all these things? Definitely. And, yeah, we're not that far away from that. I whole, wish like, I could have had a matchmaker instead of using dating apps. Yeah, totally. Well, you didn't use a dating app with Andrew. I know, him. but – you know, before. Did you ever go on uh, Tinder dates? Yeah. A lot. Really? A lot. Yeah, and they were awful. Oh, my God. Who yeah. knew? A lot. Wh- wh- how many? When I first moved to New York City and before I started comedy, I was, like, in the few months before I started comedy, I was on the prowl. And I was, like, 210 pounds back then. So I was, um, I would get to the date and they would look at me and realize I didn't look like my photo. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I feel like when I've had Hinge and Tinder, I've been way explicit. Like, I've been like, this is the ugliest photo I have (laughs) embedded in hot photos, but just so they, like, you know what I mean? Yes, I I hid that because I was like, well, they'll fall in love with my personality. (laughs) Never. Yeah, there was a few of these on this Indian show that were like that, where you were like, you're freaking huge, dude. That was like a picture of just your nostrils and upper lip. That was crazy. Yes. And then they show up and you're like, I mean, it is a lifestyle thing. Like, that yeah. is a whole... That's like, you want to know if somebody is just like, you know, you got you to know. You got to know. But when Which you're... Which is why what, I do like on the apps when they ha- demand the height. It is good. The, the height thing? It is good. It's just crazy. You'll meet, you'll see a guy and you'll be like, they're so fucking hot. This is insane. How are they possibly... Yeah. Okay, 5'4". Perfect. Jesus Christ. I know. Sometimes you see a, sh- a guy's face and you're like, holy shit. Why are you single? And then you scroll through yeah. and see that he's literally five feet two. <laughs> there was this comic that I matched with that was so hot on Tinder. And I was like, damn, he's so fine. This is crazy. I'm not going to like try anything because he's a comic. And then I ran into him at a show and I was like, oh, got it. you are up to my nipples. Good to Holy know. Good to Which know. is fine. Everybody loves a short king. Yes. You know, yes. I love short dudes. Yes. I really do. I like them a lot. They got something to prove. I'm into it. Yeah. But... I, you know, it is just, like, interesting where you're like, whoa, it's just, you yeah. just are cropped smaller. It's really weird um, to see, like, 
when you originally see his face and you think, oh, my God, that's a 6'2 guy. And yeah. then his face is on this little bot. It's just weird. It's like Lord Farquaad from Shrek. It is like know? Lord Farquaad, yeah, where he gets out of the boots. Totally. Yes. So, um, yeah, I used to do Tinder and then I was on uh, OK Cupid. Because I'm trash. No way. You're on and then Cupid. I just got my mom an OK Cupid again. Yeah. Did you, which I've, one worked the I've, best? Uh, none of them work. Hinge, right? Well, which one did you mean? I went on one hinge date one time with a guy who lived half a block away, mm-hmm. had the same truck as me, and was, like, really into a lot of the same shit. He was also mm-hmm. a short king. He was... And his voice was so high. It was mm-hmm. really crazy. It was like, you see the pictures and you're like, what? And then you sh-? right. I mean, really, I think hinge is just... I think it just is an app for a short man. But he was great. I liked him a lot. I wanted to, like, hang out with him. I just really didn't want to have sex with him. Yeah, well, unfortunately, that's not what he wanted, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Did you you meet people that you liked, or just... No, every... When I first moved to New York, I was literally... I I would go on dates and just black out with these people. It was just disaster after disaster. Blackout? Yeah. This was... Oh, my God. None of them were good. It was... Really? Just a slew of depression dates where... Yeah. You, yeah. And you just have sex with a guy just to feel something. Oh, you had sex with Tinder dudes? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Bad. Okay, wait. What year was this? How many years ago? This was... Well, I moved to New York five years ago, so it was like five years ago. I moved to New York five years ago and um, just got on the apps. I had such low self-esteem. I would just go out. Would and you guys? How nice. do you do? See, this is crazy. The thing about you, Maddie, because I'm always surprised. You're such an introvert, and you're an extrovert on stage. But then things like this, I find I out know. about. Like I've never had sex. I've never That's got. Crazy. Like I'm the I'm the drug addled like crazy person. Yeah, but you know I've had a lot of sex, more. but you know yourself yeah. <laughs> more. That's really what it comes I down don't know. to. I think that I've had sex with people. I've never been like on a date with somebody like, hi, hello, we're on a first date and then we have sex. Mm. I've been at like a crazy party and like fucked in the closet. You know what I mean? I've never done anything like that. Okay. Okay. So I don't even know if I've been on like a, besides that one time, like a date with somebody I didn't know is. So you go, you show up, you're like, uh, hello, you get really drunk. You guys are like maybe laughing. There's, or is it just like... It's like awkward at first. Well, first you get there, then they see you're fat, and then you start drinking, and then you go home. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go home, and you have sex with him, and then you leave, and you never hear from him again. That's pretty much it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So this was the you, darkest this, year of Dude, my life. this is a phase. This goes into the... Oh, just it, everybody knows, this, this is this, phase two. This goes into Governor Cuomo's phase two of Maddie Smith's yeah. life, which is getting hammered being depressed being in a new city not knowing what you're doing with your life recent college grad swaddled with debt swaddled overweight still swaddled recently overweight with you know um had hadn't started comedy yet so i didn't even know did you have friends here you had some friends i had some college friends but they all had their work friends and they were like one was in harlem and i was in red hook so we never saw yeah. each other. It was too far, and they had their professional jobs. I had, like, a weird job in Red Hook. So yeah. I don't even know. I was floating. I was so lost, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
I had that in in Buffalo. I definitely went through my oh, slut yeah. phase in Buffalo, where I, it was like my dad had just died, and I was just trying to f- find his him in a dick. You know what I mean? I just was like any yes. I. Well, I mean, really what it is is you just, it's just alcohol. Like, when yes. you drink, you just want to fuck. And, Literally. I mean, the amount of times that I've been like, here was my here was my psychology around wanting to fuck. And then I'm like, oh, no, 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 it was just Red Bull sodas. It was Red Bull tequilas. Right. You know what yes. I mean? That's all it was. Totally. You get but, laughing, you go to the bathroom, and when you first get to the date, you're like, okay, he doesn't look like what I thought he did. But then three drinks in, you're like, I had fuck him. And then yeah, you're just in a cab to his Williamsburg apartment. And then... You have At least they're in Williamsburg. Sex. That seems great. And there was one really rich guy. He worked for the UN. I think he was gay, wow. though. I don't know what was going on there. He like pulled on. He pulled up his Pandora and it was like Beyonce, Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift. Oh, jeez, yucky. <laughs> and yuck. then like we had sex, and I was like, I'm I'm leaving because he didn't like finish me off. And I was like, he like finished, and I was like, okay, are we done? He's like, yeah, I'm just I'm ready for bed. And uh, and I was like, okay, well, I'm so going to go left. then. And he's like, what? Why are you leaving? And then he lifted up my boots and he's like, these are cute. Are they Doc Martens? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, I'm leaving. Bye. And he's like, ciao. And I was like, I think I just had sex with a gay guy. He said ciao Whoa. on the way out. Did he so do it doggy? Um, I don't remember. I really oh, don't remember. Poor, yeah, he's just a closeted man who yeah. yeah is trying to... But those were the kind of dates I, where, like, weirdo things where they just exploded in insanity at the end. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Like, every single time. This makes time. you want to go on them. One time, okay, I, what? one time, and this is the last one, I met with a, a guy in Union Square. He was really into fashion. He had this long, curly hair, and he was wearing, like, a plaid Coat. You swiped yes. You swiped yes on this guy, remember? Yes. And in my head, I was like, okay, cool. I could see myself. Because when you see the face on the app, you envision Long, it to be a curly different person. Hair? I don't know what I was thinking. Okay, okay. We get we meet at a McDonald's, and he obviously doesn't like how I look. And I'm like, so should we go to a bar? And he's like, I mean, I'm just going to let you know. <gasps> I'm, I don't feel like getting a drink. <laughs> no way. No way. He's like, I mean, is we, that can, real? we can talk if you want, but just let so you know, I don't have any interest. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's like the kind of. That's my. Yeah. Ho- that is my fear with them. That has always been my fear that I'm going to show yeah. up and they're going to be like, no, 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 no. No, you liar. That's crazy. I mean, happens. that's a horrendous thing to do. I, but it I happens. will say, I was talking to two female comics recently, and they said that they've done the same thing. They said that they've sat down with them and been like, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to go home. And I was like, I dude, I, that would haunt me for the rest of my life yeah. if I did that to somebody. I like, think, I would be like, right. I think it's maybe too with cruel. Him, maybe with him it was worse because we had been, like, sitting there kind of, like, talking for, like, 35 minutes. Yeah. Okay. If, if you come in better. and say... Yeah, this isn't going to work. I don't know. Yeah. Dude, they. I, I think that... I think that sitting for 35 minutes and being like, just so you know, I'm not interested in anything physical. <laughs> it's rough, but it's a lot less rough than somebody walking in and yeah. you straight out the gate being like, no. That's it's true. like... Wh- you, it's just like, you can't even just be a person yeah. for a little while and just like have a human connection yeah. for a brief moment. Yeah. Like, you just have to immediately... You're so desperate that for this to become something that yeah. you're just going to, like, 
Yeah. I don't know. Throw all like mor- morality and like yeah. sense of like empathy towards another person away. It seems crazy. I don't know. But I a lot of women like I know with, do that. I feel like with New York City, they have the treat dating like a job mentality and they just. What What is the job? That's I, so weird. I literally don't know. And like, it's just there's so many people here that you're just like, I'll fuck someone over. I don't care. I'm anonymous at this point because there's so many people. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, meanwhile, building yourself slowly into a horrible person yeah. and being that that was happening on that show. It was just like this woman just w- was treating it as a job, and she was just right. like, "All right, next he sucks, next he sucks," and right. it's like, do you, how are how are you forgetting that this right. whole thing is 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 revolving around a, a axle of like love and communication, right. and you're like making it this horrible right. fucking like capitalistic mentality. It was like it's spooky, so insane. Luckily. When someone does that to you, you know, you're like, oh, well, you aren't someone I would want to date anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally insane. I am. Yeah. I mean, I think that I was talking to my mom about it today and the fear of dying alone and stuff. And she Mm -hmm. was like, she was just like, I am alone and it is fine. She was like, you have to get once your hormones are gone. Yeah. You, it's a lot. She was like, I would, I have a lot better conversations with my friends and my fucking YouTube videos than I yeah. do. But it is just, and then it's like you meet somebody who's like, yeah, my parents are together, and there's something that always goes off of me where I'm like, yeah, that's more depressing to me. Literally. The fact that you, your mom is suffering yeah. with an old, dumb, right. bald, fat man, and right. I know that that's what They're he is. I know old, that he's bald. awful. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that she, like, goes to, you know, fucking retreats or, like, you know, things that where she, like, escapes. And she's like, no, but we, like, have right. a partnership and an understanding and right. I will never touch his cock again. It's like, I think I might prefer yes. just to be, like, the, you know, At this woman point, with the goats. Me too. At this point, if you mm. meet someone and their parents are still together, it's a red flag. Yeah, it is a red flag. I totally agree with that. It means yeah. that they're... Yeah, it means that their parents are resigned to being. Yeah, and they I don't have know. they have that um, mindset instilled in them. They're that like of forever. We, well, we yeah. gotta stay together because my parents did. Yeah. When you get di- when your parents get divorced, you're like, I'll get a divorce. I'll get two divorces. I'll get three. I don't give a fuck. Leave me alone. Oh yeah, I want to. I'm di- I'm want plenty of divorces. I want to have a big weddings and then you know si- quiet divorces and then another big yeah. wedding. But I also, it just means that I had a, I had discerning parents who were like, this is a decision I'm going to make for myself because I'm self-aware and it's not working and my life is worth keeping my own. Whereas I always think when parents are together, they're like, it's not my life. It's my kid's life, you know, and we'll stay together because fuck us, you know. Trust me, my mom did not think that way. She was like, my way or the highway. (laughs) Are Andrew's parents still together? Because yes. I do have this problem when I'm dating somebody and their parents are together. They I'm are like, together and they're, they're happy and normal. Luckily, yeah. they're not like um, family first. Like his, maybe because his mom had been through a divorce before his current, his dad. Oh, yeah, so that's good. Like, no, second marriage is great. Right. So Second marriage you can trust. And his brother wasn't engaged and then that got cut off and now he's married to someone else so they're pretty open to you know i think meeting somebody in your i think you can make it work if you meet somebody when you're 17 or when you meet somebody when you're like 40 you know what i mean (laughs) like it's uh, everything in between god knows right i think i was i was talking to 
some comic and they were like yeah relationships last 10 years and then you get a new one mm-hmm. and i was like okay true great facts but here's a sad thing the men will just carry on happily forever having relationships whereas women will have two meaningful long 10-year relationships and then be too unattractive because right. age is unattractive literally correlates with unattractiveness with women it's a very privileged statement to make yeah yeah it's it is it is indeed yeah i mean women get one wrinkle and you're like literally and guys well, will t- in 10 years they'll date another 22 year old because that's the ideal age for men according to studies no it's not that's what they say 22 like as women get older they prefer men their age and as men get older they prefer 22 year olds <laughs> that there was like a study from okay cupid like a few years ago that showed that oh my god Oh, it's absolutely horrifying. I, I need I'm to sorry, immediately become a you. lesbian. I know. That's so crazy. It's so it's crazy. It's okay. I'm going to get tons of plastic surgery. Oh, first, I will I, be getting get my tits rich. done. Yeah. I'll be getting it. I'll be getting it. Just you wait. Why not? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, That is really horrifying about I 22. Know. God. I know. Okay, so we should just resign to being alone in the future. Yeah. That's cool. We're fine. Yeah. I don't think there's I'm anything gonna... wrong with being alone if i die alone what fucking ever yeah it's fine yeah the thing is if i don't have kids you know what i mean the kids usually keep you going when you're alone and i don't yeah. really plan on having those. right right yeah so right, you have kids right. and your kids will keep me going that's what yeah we'll do. they will sounds good okay so that's a phase that our right. phase we Which we is... talked about our sex phase yes which was we had both started comedy right but just yeah. started Oh, I was, like, kind of entering it. I was dabbling in improv a little bit. Um, and then That, I think, it, I think that, in, uh, what is it called? Um, I think that exacerbated the slut phase, having just started comedy, right? Yeah. Because I would say that I was a comedian or yes. talk about it, and yes. it gave me, me too. a character. I remember literally on the date with the UN gay guy, I would be like, guess what I'm doing tomorrow? What? I'm going to a comedy show. Are you performing? Yeah. <laughs> at 4.30 p.m. at Climate Lounge. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to do a weed show at yes, 4.20. Right. Yeah. So I definitely remember feeling the ex- oh, I remember going to the Village Lantern and being like, I could fucking suck 10 cocks yes. right oh. now and they'd be the luckiest oh. cocks there be. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to put their cock in my butt? right now yeah i just got i just left the grizzly pear let's fucking find myself a ceo (laughs) i'm a keeper it's true um and i i had sex with the maybe one i think one single comedian oh wow yeah do i know them not in my whole lifetime i just mean when i first started you might. I'll have oh, to tell oh, you. Oh. I have to tell you off the pod. I think you know him. He lives in Brooklyn. Um, oh, okay. I know of one of them. But that was in the midst <laughs> of my slut phase when I would have to do the walk of shame in, in hot morning weather back to Red Hook. Walk a mile from the train. With oh, my God. A mile? Come sliding down my, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my ankle. Yeah, you were a mile from the, the train? The F train is like a mile from Red Hook. It's so fucking ridiculous. You're just still drunk. You're eating snacks you bought at the bodega that morning. Just crazy year. It's funny when people say they won't date comics. I always think that's funny. I was just talking about that with Katie Boyle. And I'm like, what she is... She won't date comics? No, we were talking about the stereotype of not dating comics. I'm like, 
I think there's people in every field you shouldn't date. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, just don't date a shitty dude. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, there's shitty. Dude also, it, what a self-loathing statement to be like, I won't date comics. It, I, I mean, know. I get not shitting where you eat. Like, I get right, not dating right. some. No, but kind of not really. If you're like a reasonable adult yeah. with a head on your shoulders, like you're just around them. That's your dating pool. And if you take but, yourself so seriously in your own profession, you're probably not even that good of a comedian to be like. <laughs> right. I exactly. Refuse to let it get in the way of my art. I'm like, bitch shut the fuck up well every relationship get, gets in uh, right. the way it seems like it would get less in the way if you had somebody right. to run bits by you yeah. know it's just you have to respect them I think as a comic I think that's a really big thing and yeah. they have to respect you I know a lot of male comics will date women who they're like she's fine at it yeah. and I'm like well and I, it's funny I don't think that women will do that that often but I know a lot of male comics who are dating women, and they're like, no, she's getting there. She's getting there. Yeah, because like, they don't what? fucking respect us. Yeah, right, in general, as a, <laughs> as a whole gender. Really yeah, what totally. it comes down to, and the fact that they'll, yeah, it, they, they we're just walking holes. That's, like, the theme of this podcast. I know, the walking hole. Well, the walking hole actually is a really good, we should call this one the walking Starting hole. Starting now on AMC Network, the walking hole. I mean, yeah, it is it is funny. And it is, it is interesting when you, you know, meet, meet the differentiation between people who do consider you the walking hole and people who don't. Yeah. And then when you slowly realize that even the people who don't still do. Yes. You're like, oh, shit. It's all the same. You're all the same. It's true. It's really true. Well, Andrew's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's a great dude. Yes. We, um, we've been having more sex. Nice. Good. Summer sex. Summer sex. Maybe it's the new place. I just, Oh, yeah, you're alone. The beginning of quarantine, I was like, no, kitchen's closed. Really? Yeah. Well, also, we've, I mean, you've probably gotten a grip on the, like, you know, just sluggish, yeah lethargy feeling and you've yeah. eased into it and it's your life now yeah. you know as opposed to like no wait till i'm back up and at it and you're like no. nope we're just staying this down so you might as well get on in here uh, no <laughs> dude i think like early june people were feeling optimistic about the world reopening and then the cases went back up and then mentally i was like let's just pick ourselves back up and yeah stop, yeah you gotta like going down with the sickness you know yeah right 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 I agree. I agree. It is, uh, it, it does, it feel like, I don't know. I think once I started working again, like doing some carpentry and shit, mm-hmm. that really got my, I really was like, oh yeah, I'm like an able-bodied person yeah. with a trade. I can do this. Yeah. I don't need to just, but I also, I mean, I also think that we were locked in our houses. There was mm-hmm. no outdoor anything and it was like so extreme and now so it just extreme. has, has eased up. Um, I just like saw some comics who were moving in my hallway. Um, they were like moving comics out of the apartment and it was, it was like, I mean, and I've been seeing them at outdoor shows Mm -hmm. and it is, it's really hard for me to remember that this is a pandemic going on. I was like, do you want to come in and grab a glass of water? And I was like, oh, right. No, I know. And it, it's starting to, it's, I'm starting to feel like irresponsible with my, like, I feel like I'm just like in college summer Mm -hmm. and I'm like. Right. We're out of school for a right. summer. There's nothing to be now. done but fucking hang the fuck out. Yeah, that is how it feels. It feels like when you stay in the college town and it's just you and the people who live there. And yeah. you're just like sitting around 
Smoking weed. Did you ever do that? Yes. I definitely spent a summer doing that. What a weird... Yes, so weird. What type of person does that? I, I know that I'm that type of person, but where you're like, yeah, I'm going to rent the cabin out and like right. make clay figures and try and sell them at the farmer's right. market. Did and you? I did. I <laughs> fucking stayed in town and I went to like the Geneseo events. I was like, oh, this is who lives here. Old people. Yeah, dude. I fucking dated like a local oh, like shit. Fremont, like full... Oh my gosh full hill farmer he was a dairy <gasps> farmer who oh. was, lived outside of the college yeah it was yes, like we i was four-wheeling too. and shit i had a crush Did on you? the local farmer his name was jamie he was so fucking hot but if we had this- sex he would have given me a uti because his body was covered in dirt <laughs> yeah this kid gave me 11 yeah but i also got you know free free probiotic raw milk right. to put on and it who so wants that's to fine. pay for that yeah <laughs> That was crazy. Those summers where you would just stay and your parents would be like, you can come home. And you'd be like, nah, I'd rather just fucking become a full feral (laughs) hippie and just like make gravity bombs in somebody's fucking bathtub. Yeah. That's literally, it was like no rules, such an empty place, just running around, literally just running around, lighting fires on the roof. Yeah. We had fireworks on the roof. Yeah. Totally. What a strange... That is another phase, the, the, the summer college phase. I know. So bizarre. I know. And who let us have cars? You know what I mean? Right. I would rip... I would... Our college was in the shape of a circle, and I remember just being like, let's see how fast we can drive this circle. And just, like, doing insane yes. loops around the whole thing. Just right. never... There was, like, tree forts and stuff that we would go and just fuck in. It was yeah. crazy. College was a huge racket. Yeah, it was a that racket. Was, an epic amount of money that they siphoned from us yes. just so that we could get a, a whole bunch of fucking yeast infections. I don't, I, my degree, I don't remember learning stuff in class. No. I, all I remember is blacking out and then being high a lot. I was, oh, this is another phase. Before and during the local food one, I was the editor of my college newspaper. I never talk about this. Wow. Yeah. The editor? Yeah. The one and only editor? The editor-in-chief, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Wait. I always forget. I had no idea. I always forget. You're a good girl. You are, you are like a... You are two people. I know. You're a good girl, bad girl. I think about this it's all the time. It's pretty wild. I got two sides. One of them, super productive. The other, very self-destructive. <laughs> you do have two sides. Are you a Gemini? No, I'm a Libra. Well, you got that balancing act going on there with the scales. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm a Gemini, so I have the two face. I don't believe in any of this, just everything. No, me neither. But, (laughs) you know. But when I do read a horoscope, I'm like, what the fuck? Every time I read a horoscope. Yeah, I know. It's insane. Oh, my God. I had the craziest one. What did it say? Oh, my God. So right now, it's like I'm I'm on a, a break with the person I'm dating, and it was like my thing yesterday was like, you have a big decision to make. One is like your it was something like one is like a solo transformation on your own and the other was like an intimate companion it was like just very cut and dry like and it was like you have to make this decision and i was like get the fuck out of here and then i said it to ethan though i told ethan i was like that's pretty wild and he was like yeah but he was like doing the thing where your voice slowly gets higher he's like don't you don't you think maybe there's a possibility that people got together during quarantine and now? And I was like, yes, 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 you're totally right. Stop being I rational. Mean, that, 
I mean, that makes so much sense. So many people got right. together during quarantine and are now right. it's coming out yeah. back into the world and being like, oh, right. I forgot you suck compared to right. other people, you know? But it is really, it feels really good to be like, you get me and keep reading them and shape shift your way of living toward your heart. It's incredibly, it, it's so, it's so beneficial that I think that there could be one that was created that was actually helpful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was like type in like i would want to make one that's like type in these areas of concern for you and then it would just like produce some fucking jargon because i would believe that more than the horoscope the co-star app is is you get the same stuff it's just like a robot sending you the same paragraphs i the co-star app is so whack to me like i used to love it but when it's like now that it has those do's and don'ts things that are like do wool socks don't di or no mine was do diy haircut which is like how dare you say that to a bunch of women in quarantine that's just fucking rude and then it was like then you know it was like don't the ocean and i was like fuck out of here what it's very yeah and it is you know and then you look at the i I'm upset by it. I know the woman who made it. I don't really know her, right. but I know you who know, she is. Though. You know what I mean? You know. I know. I know exactly who she you is. You know. I know the little Bushwick witch shop that she works at that just fucking. And she obviously partnered the- with some tech guy to make the app happen. Yes, yes. It is good tech. Yeah. It is good tech. I will say that. Um. I I never went through a I never went through like an astrology phase. Speaking of phases, I never went through no. a. I tried. What are those called? Tarot cards? No, I never did the tarot card thing. Buddhist. Went through a Buddhist phase. Okay, tell me about that. Yeah. I just was, I was like, almost got like a Sanskrit tattoo. Mm, wow. I, there was a Tibetan monastery like right on my street. Wow. In where, college? Like on my mom. No, I mean, it was, I think the, no, the phase was in high school, but it was like a block away from my mom's house in high school. And I would just like go there and like. I don't even think I did actually meditate because I suck at meditating, but I would go and just like hang out. You were allowed to like just go walk around and I like did a presentation on Tibetan Buddhism and got really into it and was like, was doing a lot of yoga at the time. But yeah, I had those like Buddha beads. Those like wow, yeah, like it was really cringy. <laughs> They're in a lot of pictures. <laughs> that is really cringy. I whenever a guy's wearing those, or if he's wearing those like the bead bracelets from Africa, whoa, insane. What are those? <laughs> I used to have those. Remember those? The, I never the stretchy had them. ones. Oh, they had like the power you know bracelet, the power beads yes, yes. that you buy what at Rite were those? Aid I don't know I bought mine at Rite Aid or I asked my mom to buy them for me at Rite Aid in like elementary school power bracelets damn I completely <laughs> forgot about those me things too. some people would get those motherfuckers stacked up yes like 20 oh and it was supposed to keep you so calm but then it would pinch your skin and you'd be like yeah. you stupid cunt bitch bracelet <laughs> <laughs> fuck this was the zen one <laughs> Yeah, man. I, yeah, yeah, I had like a big wooden Buddhist beads. I don't even know where I got them. I had a, a and like wooden one, wooden uh, power beads. But the where were you gonna get the tattoo? I think I might. I think up here, and it was gonna like have the Sanskrit word for like contentment or something, oh. which is insane because I was like horribly riddled with obsessive compulsive disorder and debilitated with depression. It was just like yeah. this is fine. I get a wow. different language on me that I've yeah right. I've ne- I had not I, mean, I was never meditated ever. 
I mean, it was just crazy. Right. I had just, I had just found weed, you right. know, and I, and it was like, I finally was like, I had done acid a couple times right. and was just like, I get it. There are prisms <laughs> everywhere. People are connected and my skin right. is your skin. Right. And then I got to college and like started and was, did acid and like completely everything changed. And I was like, oh yeah, right. sure. I could just kill myself at any moment. Right. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Yeah. It, doing drugs became a radically different thing. See, that's but why you it was wait. Sick. That's why you wait before you get a tattoo. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think every one of my tattoos is incredibly stupid. But I'm going to keep getting more. Yeah. Because the more you get, the less stupid they all are. The more meaningless they all are. Yeah, it's just like a depression session thing. It mm-hmm. just really just... You have this thing and you're like, I'm I'm simultaneously punishing myself and also forever... It You feel so like... When you're in that... I always get them like after a breakup mm-hmm. or after somebody like brutally rejects me. And it's just like... You just, it's a way of being like, this is who I am. Yeah. Like, I, I am short. And then you're like, that has, right. that is a full, that's a thing I pulled off a wall. That's a, <laughs> that's crazy that I thought that that's who I am. Right, right. That's a picture that I just grabbed off right. the internet. Right. Um, I tattoo feel, phase. Tattoo, never got one. Mm-hmm. Thought about it, that's but good. then couldn't decide on anything meaningful. You know, there's a lot of those Celtic knots in my family. The yeah. big Irish. But yeah. tattoos on skin, like my pale, they don't age well. Yo, they freak me out. Freak. I wasn't going to say anything, but dude, fucking when people with freckle, when freckle people Ooh, have tattoos, it makes me want to fucking I faint. I know. So bad. I'm like, how dare you <laughs> mutilate that moonstone? <laughs> Oh, and I just, you guys are probably like fucking super bleeders with your, with your yes. butterfly skin. And yes. it's like, don't, you cannot, even the idea of you cutting yourself, Maddie, right. is, like, it, like tripping and scraping is like, right. no, get her a bubble. She, she's so well, delicate. For me, it more just looks like white, like more white trash than like an olive tone. You know, it's, it's like true. White... I mean, I think mine look trashy as hell. Yeah, but, but you, yeah. you have, you're a little darker. The white, white skin with like a huge celtic knot on your back oh the only thing the only thing i can imagine you getting is like no god no i mean no it's I awful no, don't I do anything to it and this is the converse every time i'm every time the idea floats into my head of having a tattoo i say the exact thing oh no awful do you bruise easy i yes. bet you bruise easy yes yeah, I, I know have, you do my my legs are polka dotted with bruises just oh my god just from walking. Just from walking. Just from walking yeah. forward in space and time. Just the bones yeah. hitting the the skin, you know. Do you have to sunscreen up a lot? All day, every day. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Every I, day. Yeah. Wow. So. I mean, I think that there is something to be said about yeah tattoos on like workers' flesh where it's just like brown yeah. and you know what I mean where yeah. it's just like yeah pick yes. that up along the way is different but you could do like. You could have like some sh- sh- geometric, geometric. No, it's I'm no. fainting just thinking about somebody touching no, you with a needle. No, I'm too fair. Yeah. I'm like Sailor Moon. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, I love. I that just reminded me of Andrew's joke where he didn't know you were redhead because yes. he's colorblind, and he then is. he realized it. That's so funny. Is he fully colorblind? Not fully. He just like mixes up like blues and greens, and oh, everything's just f- faded light that's so funny that he just thought you were like a pale girl i know i'm like was i hideous to you what is going on here (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so you never had a tattoo phase. No. You were the editor in chief at your. So you were a goody girl, and but like we said, you were like Mary Jane's wearing cardigan, and then yes. you would edit the paper, and then in the weekends you would yes. slut it the fuck up, literally. And you'd get wasted and go to parties, and they'd be like, "Yo, Maddie," and you'd be like, "I am the editor in chief," and they'd be literally- like, "What?" At this party? And you'd be like, yes, I don't I think an anyone cared that I was the editor-in-chief in the Lamron, other than, oh, the newspaper was called the Lamron. But I don't think anyone cared other than people on the newspaper. No, really, no one cared. When I got the job, I was like, this is going to change my life. I'm going to be the coolest person on campus. And no one gave a did fuck. You, did you ever use it as, like, on, like, interviews? Barely. I, li- I literally thought it was going to give me a job at the New York Times. I was like, editor-in-chief of a I remember newspaper? I went to school for journalism for a second and was like, I'm going to work for National Geographic. I literally... That's what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I was like, I'll easily... This is my in to the Atlantic. And then my friends who are a year above me on the newspaper, they got, like, internships at, like, Mashable and, like, entry-level jobs at really bad places and i dropped the idea of doing journalism yeah totally not bad places but more like listicle driven pop culture articles rather than yeah the same shit that we strive to write for now as comedians yes actually yes you have to like go to an ivy league school if you want to work at any of those big publications yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I remember I I wanted to be a journalist also. I went through that same phase. And then I wonder if it's related comedy and journal. Maybe it's like, yeah, I want my Maybe. Well, you know, it's like I it's a critical analysis that you're giving yeah. to masses. And I would you always know? I would always put my own little sarcastic quirky little, yeah. little twist on not nothing too heavy-handed, but or I would write an opinion article that was a little comedic and I'd be like oh. I'm so satirical. Oh my god, I want to read one of your articles. I should say. All right, them. editor editor Matt. You have such an adorable little history. I feel I like know. it's so I mean, obviously it's at, riddled with insane uh, you know, I mean like the Tinder stuff. That's pretty dark. I didn't know about that. Also, you living on a porch in Red Hook or whatever that was. That was insane. I think about that every day that I complain about 2020, I'm like just shut the fuck up. You kind of have like an Amelie thing going on. You kind of have this like delicate, you're like a, you're like a sweet, sweet girl that then finds yourself in these ratchet scenarios. Like I'm ratchet and I stay in weird, dusty things. You know what I mean? I escape them. I feel like you are more comfortable in them but yes i I live in a wheelbarrow yeah totally but i get whereas you live in like a sweet cabin it's still a poverty stricken cabin you know what i mean you have the wheelbarrow that i live in but it's adorable Mm. and then you occasionally find yourself not just in the wheelbarrow but in like the dank underbelly like worse than the wheelbarrow (laughs) (laughs) in hades (laughs) But then I, but then I pop back up like a daisy. I pop back up, and you know, yeah, you do pop back up like a daisy. Yeah, Yeah, and you like dust yourself off and 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 bury it down. I really like it. Or don't bury it down because you talk about it, which is sick. Right. I I I think that it's like. I, I, what I like about it is if I were in a scenario, you know, when you get into a scenario and you're like, yo, this is fucking. 
weird. These dudes are weird. Like, yes. I have to sleep on this couch yes. for comedy in this place, yes. and it's making me feel spooky yeah. and bad and dark. You would be a friend that I could be with and not feel brutally right. judged for putting us. You know what I mean? Yes. You could be you could be a road dog and be a gross one and like oh, survive easily. it. Yeah, I would totally. Say, whatever. Let's sleep and then we'll wake up in the morning and we'll go. yeah you know totally I mean? and we'll laugh about it. Yeah, later. no expectations. Yes, yes. I've and also um, I've been through the fucking ringer when it comes to yeah. emotions and living situations. So right, I'm relatively. Right easy going when it comes to literally everything i feel like you and me yeah. when, if we get to a bad sh- a show with two audience members and the host is like i'm so sorry you and me are usually like no problem it's fine yeah no happy to be here totally yeah. well i'll just talk to those two people we'll hang yeah, out this is great. yeah yeah i agree i just think it's fu- i just I think it's funny how you are so sweet, you know what I mean, in, in getting to these scenarios. I think it's very endearing. It's, it's hysterical. <laughs> it is. It's very funny to me. And it's also a little bit like, what if, I don't know, I can just imagine you later in life having kids and like taking an Ambien and just like right. waking up somewhere fucked up and oh being like, well, just went on a little exploration right. station. Right. Hmm. I don't know what's going to happen later in life. I get really nervous. Yeah, we'll see. I get nervous Do about um, kids and... Will you get nervous kids. about making the decision to have kids? Like, if you're going to do it too late? Um, No, more just, like, raising them and um, to be normal. Not normal, like, happy. Yeah, right. Being a depressed person and having happy kids yeah. seems... yeah. I think it's being a depressed person can also mean that you're like a articulate, a lucid person about emotions, and that can make a kid happy rather than yeah. somebody who's like, "We're good, we're good," yeah. you know. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Your dad hasn't made eye contact since the war, but we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> we're going yeah. on a trip. Yeah, that's my. That was my family growing up. We weren't very like outward about our emotions. Really? Yeah, my my family is very way too outward. Yeah, ours was the opposite. So awkward yeah. to talk about stuff. Mine was lesbian, so you know right. it's like I, all of the motions were on the table. My mom was like, "We just not fucking talk about it." Right. And my dad was, you know, my dad was more of an emotional talker than my mom, but it was the emotions were had to be said just because there were so many women around right you just couldn't Total. stuff anything under right um but yeah your family irish catholic classic i don't know uh what it was uh my dad was depressed growing up i think that's why so i think there was a little bit of emotional lack of communication between the two of them up there and is that why they got divorced because he was depressed um no i don't uh no i don't think that was the, i think my mom i don't know what went down i think she wanted more money or something more money yeah. <laughs> did she marry into more money or did she just go get it uh she just never married again i don't know i know but she's really, happy right yeah she's happy she's happy i should ask her about yeah. her side of things I don't yeah, exactly you should. know what went down. I was, I it, it was thrown at me. I literally thought everything was fine, and then they're huh. like, "Yeah, we're separating." 
I was shocked. Wow, I wonder how yeah. long it had been going on. I don't know. I think over So a you year. were 13. Maybe yeah. they were like, we're going to wait for her to get into like middle school. And get... Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was super yeah. weird. That's really wild. I wonder, I bet there was an affair. There's always an affair. Nobody just gets um, divorced. Right. Nobody breaks up unless there's somebody on the horizon. But my mom does this thing where when she's over something, she's like over, over it. And she doesn't need an external opportunity. So I think she... Like what? Like like she'll like quit a job without a yeah. new one lined up? Uh, oh, wow. Or she'll... St- she'll start a job and she'll be like, I love it. And then four months later, she'll be like, I hate my boss. I need- I'm looking for a new job now. Like, Oh, really? well, she's brave and strong. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. Really? I fucking hold on to things. I'm like, I'm not moving until right. there's another chair right, right. next to my ass. She's opposite. <laughs> like, right. She's the opposite. She'll like decide she's over it and it's over. That's sick. So I, I like that. Yeah. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to be like, this doesn't feel good. You know, that's just like a huge lack of, I mean, she just doesn't have FOMO. You know what I mean? I have, I have FOMO right. mixed with, I'm going to, I'm going to, the fear of regret is my biggest regret. Like how much I'm dominated by a fear that I'll regret my decisions is just like, if I didn't have that, I would be, I think I'd be unstoppable. Um, um, okay, what phase do you think you're in right now? Um, I, I'm, I think I'm in the, um, the, I don't, pessimistic, pessimism. <laughs> yeah, are you in the pessimist phase? Yeah, that makes sense. Even when I was in Red Hook and, dep- and depressed, I was still more like, yeah, I'm doing comedy. You know, a lot of people are in the pessimist phase. A lot of people yeah. are like, there's no... Our, our, I mean, I get it, right? It's like Trump and the, obviously everything is falling to shit and it's chaos. But, like, a lot of people are like, I'm starting to get down with the fact that, like, the the planet is, like, a resource that we're depleting rapidly and there's no saving right. it. And, like, things like carbon emissions are just, like, an insane... You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, the only thing we can hope for is that there's going to be, like, better relationships between, like, the races and classes. Right. But, like, for the most part... It's all just a fucking trash fire built on the, right. you know, yeah. built on, uh, like, oppressive shit. So, fuck it. But that it isn't correlating with people being, like, drug addicts. Like, right. you're pessimistic, but you're, like, you're not, like, throwing your life away. You know what right. I mean? Well, it's a, it's a uh, f- functioning pessimist. It is. I think it's a Generation Z thing. Like, yeah. you know how all, the, all these people going to comedy shows are young and, like, happy? Yeah. But they're, like, the world is... They're yeah. not like our generation who is, like, I'm going to be an environmental journalist right. to save the seals. They're, like, no, there's no saving it, so we're going to, like, do Molly a lot. Right. But, like, also care about each other and, like... Right. Yeah. Cook sourdough and shit. Yeah. I, um... Mine is mine is more. I feel like the last two years, every day I wake up with racing thoughts, and I don't think that was as much of a thing before two years ago. So I think you're aging, Maddie. That's just aging. Oh, okay. So yes, I'm in the aging phase of my life. You don't have like a regular nine to five that you can just you know what I mean yeah. like you're your own boss. Your like life has like taken off and is full. Yeah. Mm. You're yeah. just, like, aging and having, like, older life 
Yeah. Real thoughts. Yeah. Like, yeah. My mom always is like, I just wake up at 6 a.m. just like worrying about my projects, even though they're going really? fine. So it's just, yeah, I, yeah, totally. See, I always thought it was crippling anxiety, but you're just telling me I'm old now? I think so. I mean, I think yeah, because I wake up with the same I, the, every morning, just dread. Never right. do I wake up and I'm like ready to start no. the day. Like, I'm like, there will be sun streaming right. onto my bed and the day is just yes. full of just biking and hanging right. with friends. And I wake up and I'm like, welcome to the doldrums, Literally, bitch. Every day, we just <laughs> hit with a fucking <laughs> a knife in my heart of just like get up bitch and you're never gonna be enough like that's what it is and whether it's your mom and her projects or us and our fucking content and jokes it's like fuck me in the butt i know it really is crazy i don't know it i think that the only way to escape it is probably um prescription drugs uh and I, i think that might be the only way right but I don't think, I think that this is just, like, how it goes now. Right. Like, I think that you, like, find joy in, like, right. really small times, really like, small once times. every yes. few seasons. Right. I also um, think. But I don't. Well, I also think we're at the age where the high of recently graduating college is coming down. You're sort of, like, right. your expectations for life are going down a few notches. Because, you know, you first graduate college, you're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I got a degree. And then it goes down each year. So yeah. right now we're reaching our 30s and our everything's going down. So we're in a slump. But 30s is when you can live with what your life is going to become. You yeah. become more realistic. And I think you get ha- a little happier. I think you do get happier. I do agree with you. I think that we're watching kids come out of college and be hot and young. And yes. we're realizing that that's like gone. Yes. I think that that's a really spooky thing too. Really you're spooky. just being like, remember how I could just like... I could just spontaneously be like in the middle of the night, have a dramatic exodus where I'm like, I'm just going to go out and get fucked up and dance in a neighborhood I've never been. Whereas now it's like my bones are starting to hurt. And like the idea of that is completely insane. It's insane. Nobody's watching my movie like I used to think they were. You know what I mean? Every time now when I (laughs) pretend I'm in my movie, I'm like, no one's watching. Turn it off. Turn no it one's... off and go watch a real movie. No okay? one's watching I'm the movie tired. anymore. I agree. I yeah. used to be like, oh, I'm the main character. And now I'm like, I'm an extra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm an extra. Leave me alone. There's nobody here. Exactly. And then you meet people who are still in the movie. Uh, and you're like, don't even fucking look at fuck me. Don't talk to off. me until you figured it out. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so maybe, maybe that's maybe it. This the is, harsh reality. Yeah. Maybe this is the harsh reality or humbling phase of my life a humbling phase yeah. yes i think that that's it yeah yeah yeah. and then maybe i think in... it's the phase right before i get but get a bunch of fucking boat yeah i think i might is. get a boot job and <laughs> then maybe freak. like my early 30s are more like embracing yeah everything right now it's that awkward like coming in it's like a toddler growing into its features but we're growing yeah we're growing into our peaks I think it's interesting that I keep thinking that my 40s, I'm going to be like, have like a, a, a biodynamic farm that and have like ropes for arms right. and like braids in my hair. Like, I'm like, what? What do I think is going to happen in my 30s where I'm radically going to transform my life into becoming like right. this literally completely other person who's six and a half inches shorter than who I am? <laughs> you know? I, I often... <laughs> picture myself in the my 40s living in the middle of nowhere and i'm like how the fuck are you gonna set that up for yourself 
how are you going to set it up for yourself and your entire passion, love, art, and career is around something that involves being in a city? So In what? a city or in a suburban mall. So how is that going right. to work? Exactly. Yeah. And then you realize you're like, wow, I just have no good, I have no good like goal Jordan yeah. to reach for right. because it just like is disconnecting. I can only think that it's just now with more money. It's just literally how I live now. Yeah. Like in Brooklyn right. with more money right. and like maybe God forbid a Roomba. Right. You know, like every so often I'll, whenever I picture my forties, I'm like, yeah, of course you'll have a huge apartment in Manhattan and people will know who you are. And then I'm like, but what are the steps in between? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Don't think about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll just unfold accordingly. But I have no plan. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need a plan. We got a plan. We're just going to keep telling. We're just going to keep yeah. telling our jokes to whoever will fucking listen. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it. Yeah. Keep up. Keep the delusion alive. Keep the delusion alive. I think that. Yeah. I think uh, when I was 20, I thought I knew everything. Yeah. And I bet when I'm 40, I'm going to be like when I was fucking 30, I thought I had. Yeah. Out when I was out, so. 29, I thought uh, my podcast was going to change people's lives. <laughs> Yeah, totally. It's gonna. It, hey, it is it gonna is changing change people's, people's lives. lives. It's uh, you know, my friends often say that they you know just put it on in order to get some white noise in the background. <laughs> so that's yes, good. That's no. That means we got relaxing, nice grizzly voices. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would definitely describe us as relaxing. That's for sure. Um, okay, that's good. Let's let's end on that. Okay, that was fun. Phase two. Great. That, we'll call that one phase two. More phases to um, come. Yeah, more phases to come. And uh, okay, I'm gonna stop recording right now. Welcome to Brain Machine Network dot com.